I'm glad you brought up the point about, you know, Carolina pinning their ears back, loading up the box because they felt like we weren't going to be able to throw the football effectively. Because that brings me right into my next point. We haven't been able at times to throw the football effectively. I mean, that just kind of is what it is. So, and again, we're not having the, the this is not the Marcus Mariota Des murder conversation. This is not what that is. I want to know, because I believe there is a way where we can be effective in the passing game because we've shown it. We put it on film. What? How can Arthur Smith, can he kind of scheme up a way for Marcus Mario to be a little more successful in the passing game? Because to me, I think, and Dave Archer was saying this last broadcast, we need to go more up-tempo. We need to do things where Marcus Mariota maybe doesn't have to try to dissect a whole defense and maybe he has one or two reads where he can, you know, doesn't have to think too much, just one read, throw, maybe whether it's a quick throw or, you know, quick deep shot or something like that. Just how can Arthur scheme up a, a more successful passing game for Marcus Mariota? Is it going more up-tempo? Is it quicker throws and, you know, not as many reads? What 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 is your opinion on that? Well, what you just described is what the offense has been all year, where it's been mm-hmm. two-man routes and they've had to max protect. It's yeah. not all about scheming to make things simpler for Marcus. Mm. It's about making sure, you know, you have the time. I, I, right. Marcus made a lot of mistakes that he hasn't made all year uh, on Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Now, part of that is when you start to press and you start getting when – you, when, when you don't have time, that's one thing. When you're not running the ball well, because they didn't run the ball well, despite the final number, they didn't run the ball well. And that put them in a lot of long, you know, third and long, second and long situations. But it's one of those deals where, you know, these guys, if you're going to do what you're saying, go back to this max protect and run two-man routes, you can't get behind. You got to be able to run the ball effectively uh, to the first part. You also can't get behind like you you fell. But also, these guys have got to get open quickly. Um, and that's the one thing that despite all the things we've talked about, we, we just haven't talked about the fact that, that, that these receivers haven't created a lot of separation, um, for whatever reason. And, and part of that is the problem with these, these two man routes, you know, you're, it makes it a lot tougher. So sure he can, but it starts up front. It all starts up front. I mean, let's go to the – look at the other side of the ball. We gave up over 200-something yards on the ground against to Carolina. Yeah. You know, that's way too easy, and mm-hmm. that hurts you. That yeah. that was a part of – that was a factor. No one's going to talk about that because it's easy to – the easiest thing is to talk about the quarterback. That's true. That doesn't make it right. Right. But it was a calamity of errors, and then your quarterback compounded the issues by pressing, by making bad decisions. Mm-hmm. So, say what you want, but that was part of the problem, and, and that's why you can't have the conversation about the other guy, because I don't know if the other guy is going to do anything differently in those situations. So, we've got to find a way to win up front, first and foremost. Yeah, I mean – Winning the line of scrimmage is the key to success for not just the Atlanta Falcons, but for any single football team. Because if you don't win the line of scrimmage, you're not going to win the football game. I mean, that's just point blank, period. And, and the Carolina Panthers, you know, on offense, they only had, they only made P.J. Walker throw the ball 16 times. And that's exactly 
what they wanted the game plan to be. They're a lot similar to the Atlanta Falcons when it comes to, you know, what they want to do offensively. They want to run the ball. They don't want to put the ball in P.J. Walker's hands uh, unless they really, really have to or or only in certain situations. And they were able to do that because, you know, we couldn't stop the run and we couldn't get any pressure really on P.J. Walker when he was passing the ball. So, and when you go back and think about the games that the Atlanta Falcons won, they have been successful up front. They could run the ball. They controlled the clock. And the past couple of games, they just really haven't been able to do that. So I think you hit it right on the nose. It, it starts up front. And then, too, and, and when we talk about the passing game, again, a lot of these receivers haven't been able to to create separation. I mean, the most – I mean, it, there's a reason we've been going to maybe guys like Alameda Zacchaeus um, and, you know, Demir Bird, like, so much. I mean, those guys have been able to create more separation more times than not. That's why we haven't heard much of Brian Edwards. And, you know, we, we've seen Kadero Hodge and, you know, times, you know, here and there um, and, and Drake London. And, and well, we have seen a lot of Drake London. Um, but those are the guys that mainly have created separation when you talk about, you know, Demir Bird, um, Alameda Zacchaeus and Drake London. You know, other guys haven't quite been able to create se- well, separation. Well, Drake London's been a guy who's ran good routes. Yeah. He's also been he also can make the contested catch. For sure. But you look at Alamade and, and Demir Bird, and the one thing those guys have done is they've came back to the ball. They've came back Ooh. for the you know, Alamade didn't do a great job of the other night, almost ended up in interception. But <laughs> they've been able to when 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 things have broke down, they've came back to the quarterback. They've mm-hmm. adjusted their routes. I mean you look at you look at the touchdown against Carolina a couple weeks ago with, with Demir Bird where, you know, he he, he he kind of hooked up in a spot, but he did. He was starting to come back because yep. Marcus was moving in the pocket. So I think I do think though one thing you mentioned is tempo, and I think tempo helped this offense last week because yep. they couldn't they couldn't protect. And Arch talked about this, but they couldn't protect him because Burns and 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 Derek Derek Brown was. Derek Brown ate everybody's lunch in the interior, Everybody. including Chris Lindstrom, who mm-hmm. apparently walks on water, according to most fans. You know, that's the only, that's the only <laughs> you know, you got some guys in this media think that Chris Lindstrom's the only guy that's ever played offensive line and, and the only guy playing offensive line for this team. But he got his he got his lunch ate by Derek Brown. So hopefully we won't hear any of that garbage this week. Oh, but, man. That's funny. And I love Lindstrom. I think he's a great guy. I just think yeah. I, and he's a good I think he's a good player. I just yeah. think that times he seems to skate any criticism when he deserves some as well. But anyways, off that soapbox, that tempo wore those big dudes down, and mm-hmm. then you got them off the field. So if you know when you're gonna when you're in these situations where you're overmatched, you're gonna you're gonna have to do 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 some you know like you said, maybe you know, and I think tempo might be a way to that because look, right. We need to take advantage of what this defense is. Defenses are good. We have to be able to throw the ball because yes. of how well we've ran the ball and how they want to play you now. So right. I would prefer. I don't understand, and and maybe you know I guess what we do, but because of the situation. But if we could spread them out and go tempo with a short passing game, the problem is you just can't go tempo at any point in time because if you go tempo, it can also hurt you because if you go three and out or whatever so maybe tempo as far as getting up to the line and then you can stall a little bit and they're not going to be able to substitute so so with that and I'm glad you I'm glad you brought that up because do you fear that we're starting to get into a situation if 
we don't start to maybe, you know, switch things up and throw some new wrinkles in here soon. Are you getting worried that, and it's maybe figuring, figuring us out isn't the best phrase for it because I mean, there's not really much to figure out. I mean, other teams know what other teams are going to do. It's not the fact that of we're surprising anybody, but do you think, I guess the better phrase is, do you think we are starting to become way too one dimensional? And do you think that's going to be a problem for the rest of the year? I mean, you've always, you've been one dimensional all year. Mm-hmm. So it's nothing. The only thing that has changed is the, the, when they do what they when they do the things like they've been like these teams have been doing, which is essentially mm-hmm. just stacking the box and saying, "Throw deep." Yeah. We don't think you can. Yeah. You've got to start connecting, right? And until you start connecting, you're not going to make them play honest. So we haven't been able to take what the defense is giving us, which has hurt this team. Yeah. Um, and that starts again. It starts up front. It starts with winning. Uh. At, you know, winning with well, the receivers winning, which means creating separation. And then Marcus has to deliver too. Like it's, yeah. I'm not sitting here and blank. Marcus is an issue. He's got to start connecting, but what they did on uh, Thursday night against, you know, against us is basically they panned their ears back and said, you can't, you can't protect long enough to, to, for these routes to be run. They said, and, we basically triple dog dare you. To throw the ball, and you know, well, trust me, if you try to do it, we'll we'll come after you, and we'll get but you. That's the problem with some of these two man routes, three man routes. It just wasn't enough available. So that comes with Marcus is now Marcus has got to adjust as well. Where mm-hmm. look, if if that if that's not going to be there, get out of the pocket and get upfield. But right. he wasn't able to. Uh, some of that was not giving up when he when he should have own plays and just, you know, making something happen with his feet. But all these deep passes are timing. Uh, You know, all passing routes are timing-based. So you got to have the time for stuff to open up. And it was just a calamity. So, look, hopefully you can regroup. You're not playing as – I don't – I'd have to go back and really, really look at Chicago's, you know, defense, which which is lost a couple of guys and you know that that were that were players you know like Roquan Smith yeah. um like Robert Quinn but that being said they've got some guys that can still create some issues for you so that being said you've got to be able to run the ball first and then really move, then really open up but you got to still play still got to complete compete you got to complete some passes so right. You would like to think you could, you you know, you could run against this Chicago front. 